You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network, a family of Auburn athletics podcasts. It's bye week, baby, and in all honesty, it could not be coming at a better time. I'm joined today with Drew Hooper from Stoppage Time to tell you how we can win the bye week. <laughs> Drew, how are you doing today, man? I'm I'm doing well. I'm I definitely agree. Bye week couldn't come at a better time. Like uh after that Florida game, I I felt a little hurt and in all honesty it took me a little bit more time to get over this one than uh it has in the past, but you know, when we did our review show, you brought up a really good point that same thing similar happened in the 2013 season. We were off to a good start, dropped a game to LSU, and then came into a bye week, were able to get ourselves refocused for the back half of the season, and just crushed it all the way up to the national title game where we just so close away from glory. So uh, first, man, hats off to you for that solid, solid analysis there, and definitely gives us some hope. I got this bye week. I do have to take a time out. I actually did muff that one. We did not go into a bye week. We went into an old miss game, which was basically a bye week. Basically a bye week. But old miss was good back then because they were cheating. But the Lord <laughs> knew about their cheating and judged them so. That is true. <laughs> and now Ole Miss won't be a really a uh, competitive matchup for probably the next decade. So take that Rebel Black Bear Game Shark, whatever the heck you are now. Uh, land shark. That's it, right? Yeah, Until they shark. change it to something else in the next few years. Don't worry. They they just made a new chancellor decision, and the student body's not happy with it. So I don't think that they're going to be a university in the next couple of years. Ooh. Well, uh, always happy to add someone new into the SEC. So. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, Boise State. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine? That I mean, would. I, that's that's a game Clint wants to wants to take off the list. That them or Notre Dame, but I don't like Notre Dame. So I, don't I don't like want Notre them Dame either. SEC. Notre Dame would never come to the SEC. No, like, the... why would they? Why would they want to play the hardest teams in the nation when they can play USC every year and you know get a pat on the back? I mean, you know, some people achieve to greatness. Some people just stumble their way into it, like Notre Dame does. Yeah, yeah, fake girlfriends and fake injuries and everything else. Somehow they still make it in the playoff. So that's that's a discussion for another time. This is this is a time for us to reflect on you know the first half of the season and then discuss how, where we can go from here on each facet of the game and then maybe go a little bit into uh, our next game coming up in another week. So uh, first off, Drew, you know five and one. Uh, I think this is a really solid place for us to be. In all honesty, with a true freshman quarterback, our offense has done very, very well. Uh, I'm I'm still feeling really good about the rest of this season. How are you feeling right now? 5-1, 12 in the AP poll. Auburn does very well whenever they get to lurk and not the center of attention. And you know what? I'm perfectly fine with it. Don't like losing to Florida. Don't get us wrong. Nope. Neither one of us like taking a loss. But semi-feeling of disrespect, I like that. Uh, I like being disrespected. I like being the underdog. Like I said, Auburn does really well from the lurker position, not from the microscope position. 
No, I completely agree. And, you know, we have a couple instances where it took a loss for us to really get into our truest form, like in 2013 and 2017. Both, unfortunately, came to LSU. We play in a few weeks. But I think that depending on how we rebound from this Florida game, we can definitely come out and, you know, do one of two things. We can, you know, stumble a little bit more, which I don't think will happen. Or we can play lights out, Auburn football, ride for the brand, and continue to do business. And uh, I, I think that is really where this team will go. It it always takes adversity to grow a team. And even though a lot of our defense is very, very tenured, a lot of the offense is still really young. And so I think this bye week is going to be great to work on the offense and really forming up how this team is going to succeed going forward. So uh, on the offensive side of the ball, Drew, where do you see just a couple key points that we can work on this week? I think you need to work on intermediate routes, whether that's slants, out routes, whatever you, whatever you want to work on, but just something that develops in between the five to 10 yard range. I think that's going to be a big key. I think Bo needs to take his offensive line out to dinner. Uh, I know he's a 19-year-old <laughs> freshman, but has no money. But find a way. Uh, literally, offensive linemen will eat anything. Uh, take them to the cafeteria. I don't care what you do. Just spend some time bonding with them. Figure out how to better communicate, because I think all the communication problems were line and Bo, not line miscommunicating with each other. And uh, just get on the same page. Just spend some time getting to know one another. Uh, I think team cohesion is a big thing. And uh, I mean, just keep trying to improve uh, really Auburn's offense has been pretty decent the past couple of weeks. It doesn't have to be great and we don't expect it to be great. Just be serviceable. And I think just working on some intermediate patterns and adding those wrinkles into the game is going to go a big way, but also just bonding together line and quarterback is, would be a big thing right now too. No, I love that. And uh, you know, I hear there's a pretty good, uh, buffet over in the Auburn Mall. You know, those guys can go over there and eat all they want. It's pretty cool. Uh, one thing that I would say, and this is just a note based on, you know, the way that Florida kind of had an impact on us from the noise. Gus has been saying we've been, you know, practicing with crowd noise, but I don't know if it's enough. So I'm saying, you know, get a lot of subs into that uh, covered practice center and get ready because we're going on the road not only the week after next, but also the following week to LSU. And, you know, I don't know the difference between LSU Stadium and, and Gator Nation Stadium when it comes to the loud noise, but there's been earthquake games down in Baton Rouge. So, like, uh, it, it's going to get loud once again. And I think that this week, once we've been able to reestablish, you know, a rushing attack, and an intermediate passing attack, we need to be able to work well without being able to hear each other and be able to adjust using hand motions and something that you touched on very well in the Florida review. You know, Bo hesitated a lot of times, and we got to get that worked out before we go on the road again two more weeks in a couple weeks. So, um, you know, offensive side, I, I think we should be able to work out a lot of the kinks this week. and. I am really excited to see how these guys come out and play uh, not this coming week, but the next week when they travel to Walmart land. Uh, two more facets of the game before we talk a little bit about that. 
defensive side of the ball, in all honesty for me, Drew, like I think the guys have been playing lights out week after week, and really I just want them to get some rest. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely get some rest, heal up, continue to improve. I mean, you've got a, a couple of freshmen are getting some time and a couple of younger guys are getting some time. Just continue to build them up, uh, really get them ready for – them to carry the mantle going forward and you know i think secondary just improving coverage because they did really well against florida but i mean joe burrow's been throwing it all over the place lsu's coming up with them and then i mean looking towards the end of the year too with alabama and georgia they're gonna have to be lights out locked down to uh continue to give auburn a chance in these games so i think just keep doing what you're doing really uh, is the only advice and what I'd like to see for the defense. No, that's a good call. Uh, front seven lights out all season. Secondary has played very well, but you're right with Joe Burrow coming up and with the passing attack from Alabama, like they need to be ready to play some of those games. So working on those guys will uh, be very, very beneficial going forward. Last facet of the game is special teams. And, um, uh, from your perspective, where do we need to work on there? Uh, catching punts. I, I, <laughs> that's, a, that's the biggest thing. I, yep. I just really coverage in that or sending more people after the punt. Just really get back to, like I mentioned in the the review show, just get a swagger back with that defense or with the special teams. Really hasn't been there all season. I think that's something they need to, need to find because special teams was a big game changer in a lot of times for us last year. No, for sure. Like uh, Christian Tut, besides his one blunder against Florida, has been playing so well. And, you know, there's a time to let a ball go, but more often than not, you need to run up there and catch that ball and not leave it a chance. And I think that's something that they're going to work on very, very hard this off or uh, this bye week. And uh, as far as like what you were saying, explosive plays. So explosive plays are something that, you know, we've been so close to having come to fruition in this season so far, but we really haven't seen one happen yet. Um, Some of the best plays that we've had to give us good field position have come from special teams, but none taken to the house. So I want us to work on those really, really heavily. And then as far as a punting and kicking game, just continue to place the ball out of bounds for punting. Uh, I think that we can get a little bit more uh, length on the ball instead of height and just aim for the corners, and that'd be great. And uh, get Anders ready to answer the call because, you know, it's uh, we have a tough, tough road schedule ahead and tough series of games ahead. So very, very possible that he'll come in in some nail-biting situations to have to make the game-winning kick. So this is a good time for him as well to get some extra reps in maybe utilize that crowd noise uh, for his kicking game as well, which he did fantastic against Florida. So I think it should be okay. But uh, just overall for the team, I'm glad that they have this week to be able to regroup and get ready for the road ahead. Yeah, I I think it's going to be a good bye week. I mean, like we mentioned, we think it fell at a really good time. Uh, this This is kind of a critical point of the season. We're about halfway through. And it really gives you time to reevaluate what we've done well, what we haven't done well, it going into that long stretch. It, at least you're not having to face Florida, Arkansas, LSU back to back to back, and really kind of scramble after that. So I, I think I think this is about the best we could ask for uh, 
for a bye week to fall because typically we don't get these sort of breaks as Auburn fans. Very, very true. No, that's great. So uh, I want to do a mini look ahead just because we know that you're going to be actually in Fayetteville for when we take on Arky. So uh, tell us about that and kind of your preview of that game. I mean, definitely excited to go. First time in Fayetteville, Peter, my stoppage time buddy, is going to be down there with me. It's actually going to be my wife's first Auburn game, so that's going to be exciting, even though she has to listen to them call the pigs for at least like the first five minutes of the game until they all disperse. But (laughs) I I think it's going to be good. I mean, this is a chance in my mind, and my hope for it is that Gus really just puts it on their throat. Like, just keeps his foot down on it because this is a team giving up over 350 yards a game. Like, two bad, bad teams. So, I, you, I, I think if we're not hanging, like, 45-plus on them, I'm going to actually be very disappointed because <laughs> I know everyone's like, well, you got to be respectful. you gotta, you got to do this, that, or the other. But in the age of college football playoff, you go for it. And, like, you do not mess around with wins. You don't try and come out and just be cordial with opponents. You go out there and you mess people up. Uh, I hate to take a page out of Alabama or Georgia or anyone's playbook, but they go out and mess teams up, and that's what Auburn needs to start doing. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Be respectful, play your game, do your thing, but just beat the me- just beat the mess out of teams. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when it comes to Gus Malzahn and Walmart land, uh, there's some bad blood down there for him against Arkansas. So I definitely expect us to come out and just cream that team. Um, the one who is competing for one of the worst teams in the SEC right there with Tennessee. So, uh, yeah, man, like I expect us to come down and just obliterate Arkansas. And uh, we'll go more on that next week when uh, AJ's back from his one-year anniversary uh, celebration. But one other thing I wanted to touch on before we move away, uh, you have some pretty good seats, man. Tell me about that. We do. The best time to catch seats, whenever you're going to an opposing team stadium, I've learned, is whenever they get the mess beat out of them by San Jose State <laughs> in their own place. So uh, just definitely watch for those times. We're actually going to be really lucky. We're going to be sitting first row on the 50 behind Auburn's bench. So hopefully we get to have a little conversation with some guys, spend some time with them. Uh, but, you know, it's just it's just going to be a fun game. I mean, j- I know people are going to, like, roll their eyes when they say this. Win, lose, or draw. Like, just being able to watch Auburn in person and just watch what they do, be around the fan base, is, is a good time. Uh, Auburn is a family. We're a dysfunctional family. But it's always <laughs> fun uh, just to watch them and enjoy them. No, I completely agree. And you guys being that close to the players right there on the 50, man, I'm going to be looking for you on TV and I hope you get some high fives from some of the guys and, you know, maybe bring some things to get signed. I don't know, maybe be one of those guys, but that is a cool spot to be. I've never been that close. So a little, little envious here, even though it is in Walmart stadium. So uh, there is that, but uh, man, I, uh, I'm definitely going to be looking for you and excited about that game coming up here. Not this week, but next. Uh, last thing we want to touch on is just a Auburn fan perspective of the SEC. This is a segment that we do where we put on our orange and blue glasses and look around the rest of the SEC and see, yeah, you know, how are other teams looking and uh, how are they 
upholding their royalty within the best conference in the nation for college football. Uh, a few teams, quite a few actually, were on buys. Uh, Mississippi State, they had to lick their wounds after, you know, we dominated them a week prior. Uh, Kentucky sitting out. University of South Carolina sitting out. Bama, you know, that's fine. Uh, Texas A&M and Arkansas all had buys this past week. There were quite a few teams in action, though, and so we'll touch base on a few of those. Uh, of course, you all know the uh, Auburn and Florida game. Uh, Florida looked like we expected them to. Auburn just did not do exactly what we expected them to, but love that we have this bye week for us to rebound for that. A uh, couple other games. Uh, any that you want to take specifically, Drew? Uh, Georgia-Tennessee. What? Yeah. Georgia's been weird lately. Uh, gives me hope. But also makes me nervous because I mean Georgia just hangs around, but they I mean that that was a weird game. That, that QB that true freshman QB for Tennessee did well. Uh, yeah, Georgia. I mean it gets me hope to beat Georgia because their main power is that running game, and I think you know we snuffed that out, especially with the line playing as well as they are against the run this year. Anything can happen. Football gets weird. <laughs> Definitely does, and uh, regardless of if it's in Neyland Stadium or not. There were a lot of Georgia guys there. In fact, I think they were talking about attempting to strike Neyland Stadium uh, with all the black and red. So not much of a home crowd for the uh, worst team in the SEC right now. However, with Tennessee being the worst team in the SEC, they did lead against Georgia for majority of the first quarter, which I thought was astounding. Uh, they were up 14 to, I want to say, 7 and then 10 and 13. Uh going into the second quarter when Georgia just decided to, you know, open up a can because it's Tennessee and they've lost to everyone they've played except for Chattanooga, I want to say. So, uh, granted, 43-14 to is probably expected, but you're right. Georgia's not as strong as they have been in the past, so definitely beatable, especially if Auburn can regroup during this bye week and get on a roll going forward. Uh, a couple of the games just to touch base on. Uh, Ole Miss played Vandy. Uh, one thing to have note here as we look ahead, because we can do that in a bye week, so I'm going to say we can. Uh, Vanderbilt only scored six points against Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a garbage team. Vanderbilt scored 38 points against LSU. What does that tell you, man? Vanderbilt's... I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know? SEC's weird. <laughs> SEC is weird, but for me, I... I see that as a huge opportunity for us when it comes to LSU. Uh, I I think they definitely have some weakness when it comes to their defense. Their offensive, once again, you know, we've had Auburn years where Auburn's offense has been incredible and their our defense has been par or subpar. Uh, but I think that it's complete polar opposites for LSU right now in most cases. And so... Uh, if we can stop the attack by LSU and you know get our offense in good position, they have a ton of talent. Granted, it's going to be on the road, but I think we can definitely put up some points against those guys. I think we can too, especially whenever you look. I, I think, and I may be overstepping here, but I think our defense can have the same type of showing that against Florida against LSU. And the reason why is because Utah State got after Joe Burrow a lot yesterday. And he, yeah, when he just put under pressure, he made mistakes. And LSU made mistakes. And so I think seeing the Vandy game, seeing Utah State, they've had a good start to the year. 
haven't really played anyone though. And so I think uh, there's a, a lot of weaknesses in that line because they're younger. They're not as good as they, they have been in the past. And so I think that's there, there are shots. I mean, they're going to be difficult games, but you can see the, the white light in these games and it's not so bleak. Absolutely. And uh, you know, LSU, the top scoring offense in the SEC, they put up 42 points once again, and Joe Burrow's just breaking records every week. But I think when he gets into the thick of the schedule, playing us and then playing Alabama back-to-back, you're going to see a different LSU team than you are right now. And uh, definitely get excited about that, because I would put my money on Kevin Steele over an Ed Orgeron coach team any day, and uh, I'm definitely doing that this year. So circling that game coming up. Uh, last one to touch base on is Missouri and Troy. Uh, only thing of note here is Kelly Bryant from Missouri had an injury in this, and it looked pretty bad. I, uh, I'm i not sure where it's at right now, but unfortunate for that kid. Man, coming into Missouri, and then Missouri goes on probation, can't do a bowl game, and then has uh, a tough injury against a, a pretty bad Troy team. Uh, just sad for Kelly Bryant, man. Yeah, and Dan Mullen, if, he, if you're listening, because I know you will, because you're a snake in the grass. <laughs> if you want to see a dirty hit, go watch that Troy, Missouri clip because that that was rough. I feel bad for Kelly Bryant watching that because he got hit late, he got hit low, and that's exactly what they're trying to cut out of the game. And it, like you said, hate to see it because he was having an actually pretty decent year for Missouri. Missouri ain't great, but he was pre- he was playing really good, and I think showing his talent as far as uh, what Clemson, what, why Clemson recruited him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he is picking up a Missouri team that wasn't that good and putting them on, on his back. Yeah, for sure. So uh, one more note for Dan Mullen. Uh, go look at the dirty play, and then go look at the dirty play by your players uh, with Marlon Davidson, and then give an apology. You can read our open letter on E2C Network on Twitter and our website. <laughs> so... Uh, that that open letter is great. Uh, I hope it continues to get traction this whole week. Uh, Drew, bye week. I think it should be a good one. Any final thoughts before we go? Just rest, relax. Auburn fans, if you feel you need to take the week off, take the week off. We give you the ability to take the week off. Uh, ben and I have been granted that wonderful uh, ability to be able to write doctor's excuses and things like that if you need to recover this week. <laughs> yep. Uh, some... Some antidepressants or something like that, potentially. But, uh, you know, never fear, because like we had said, like Drew pointed out, we've been in this situation before, and Auburn recovers and comes out strong. And we have a tough road ahead, but I think we have a fantastic team. We're led well, and that defense is tenacious. So uh, get ready, Auburn fans. The back half of the season is coming up really quick. And uh, I think we're going to ride for the brand, so I'm excited about it. Uh, Drew, where can uh, fans find you on social media? Drew underscore hoop, H-O-O-P-0-2. I hang out mostly on Twitter because that is the only platform that deserves credence. (laughs) And definitely uh, listen to Drew on Stoppage Time, also on the E2C Network. You guys can find me anywhere on social media at B-E-N-K-1-N-G, Captain Plainsman on Saturdays. Not this one, though, because it's a bye week, and I'm not going to be watching football. I'm going to be resting just like the team. And then uh, if you have any complaints, shoot them over to Team at 34 on Twitter. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle.
Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?